Hello, and welcome to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am Steph, and I'm the owner and creative director of Vim. Vim's mission is to showcase the enthusiasm and passion of business leaders nationwide. I cannot wait to have you listen to the show and stick around. At the end, we talk a little bit about how you can be my next guest. Uh, My guest today, she is from California and it is showing because I already feel like the sunshine energy is all around me off air. We've had a phenomenal, phenomenal start to this day. (laughs) That is for sure. And I'm just so excited to have our next guest, Lisa Caprelli. She is a 19 times author and Latina entrepreneur. And she is going to be joining us on the Passion on Purpose podcast. I'm so excited to have you on the show, Lisa. Thank you again for coming. I am so grateful to be here, Steph. Thank you. Yes, I love to. Uh, for those of you listening, on listening, uh, <laughs> Lisa was showing several of her books. Uh, and then some. those of you who are watching on YouTube, if you didn't know, we cross um, post all of our episodes on YouTube too. So if you want to see us in the flesh, well, as much as you can virtually, <laughs> go over to YouTube and give us a watch. Um, so I'm so excited. Let's dive on in as we have been. And I'm just going to go ahead and just started off with what is your why? Excellent question. Um, you know, in my book, Skip a Step, one of the last things asked to me was, you know, what is your why to others? And F. Scott Fitzgerald said, I hope you live a life you're proud of. Mm-hmm. I hope you live a life that's true. And if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start over again. And to that, I add, I hope you have the courage, the strength, the walk with God, the the community, the collaborative, the heart, the love, the emotions and feelings and positive empathy that we need today, especially in this is changing world that we are in and that we all can be a source of inspiration and that at any given time we have the ability to change. And, you know, love is a decision. And, and so for my why has been to that, I have changed my life and talk about in, in a journey and, and, and challenge and, and struggle that I've had as many have that we can identify and, and we relate to people's pain. We can relate to someone's, you know, story and to be your authentic self. And, and so today I'm so grateful that I get to do that, knowing that I'm still a work in progress as we all are. And um, I believe in being a lifelong learner and a lifelong giver of helping other people. I love that. And how has that why fueled, you know, right? I know you have several things you do, right? As an author, an entrepreneur. So how have you fueled that why through the services you offer, the books that you write? Like, what does that look like? You know, I, as a child, I don't think I knew I would do any of this. Like I grew up really shy and really introverted. Like when I go into schools and speak to kids of of all ages, really, I say, think of the quietest, shyest kid in the classroom. That was me. So to, and people are, they don't, they don't know that because they see you now and in your, what you're showing up for now. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but I, I like to hit home on that because there's many kids that are young that are shy, introverted. They don't know what they're going to be when they grow up. Maybe they come from a a hard home that they come from a, a home that's, that's, you know, hard that maybe there's not enough communication, you know, we, we hear about trauma and brokenness, mental health awareness. We know we, these are things we didn't, you and I, Steph, didn't talk about growing up, right? right. 
Right. And so I came from a family. My mother um, had five children, a single mom, and she was left to raise us and figure it out. Like there's no manual for that. <laughs> and my grandmother had just a third grade education. Her mom died when she um, was in third grade because she had to raise her family. So what we want to hear is the the triumph and like, how did you overcome that? How did you ever, how did he overcome that? Like in my book, Skip a Step, no one just rose to the top. Everything was great. They made a lot of money. Everything was balanced in their life. Life was great. Said no one ever. Yeah. So is, was that the inspiration for the name of the book, Skip a Step? Is it kind of like the opposite of you don't get to skip a step? And let me tell you. If I could have skipped steps and have the collective wisdom, because I didn't grow up knowing what the word entrepreneur meant. Mm. I, I did like, you know, had there been someone in my family, I could have skipped some steps. So I, I interviewed different people in this book, Michael Gerber, who was 80 at the time, who's written many books about um, business and his book series is called The E-Myth Business. I interviewed Mitch Free, who had different businesses in his life. He created a, a manufacturing business partner with Jeff Bezos, who bought it. Can you imagine that? Yeah, um, uh, I know. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I interviewed so many great people on this book. Um, and along the way, you know, you, it took me two and a half years to get it done. And, and it, I'm one of those people that I have to finish my projects. I don't like to have unchecked things, even though yeah. there's always an inbox and an outbox for us all. And at the, when, in, when Skip a Step went live, by this time, I had all this collective wisdom. I was skipping steps with their information they were giving me, along with going back into my childhood. You know, go back into your childhood. Who was, can you find one person that helped you along the way? Who was one person that believed in you? Hey, maybe you believed in others. And so in 2018, I had already worked with, worked with so many CEOs, helped people from their vision concept on a napkin to driving, like I, Toyota was a client of mine. And redoing their website and, and you can relate to this in branding and, and being modern and innovative and interest social media, all this change around us. And and so people are looking for me, like, how do I adapt to this? How can you help me? And I've always been the person like, well, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. We can do it. Right. And uh, so in 2018, when Skip a Step went live, I started then asking myself, well, what is the meaning of life? What is what is it that I really want to do and, and have purpose to give back in the world, which any one of us can do? What is your meaning? What's your purpose? Some people might know it at a young age, and some people may spend their time, their lifetime figuring that out. And, and that's okay. Whatever is true for you is true for you. And and so by then, I had already written different books. I've written business books. I, I tell people I'm like Benjamin Button, my life. I, I actually worked with seniors as a volunteer and as a teen. I volunteered with seniors um, when I was young. And then I entered the workforce. I moved to California from Texas when I was um, 30. Moved here with nothing. I wanted to be an entrepreneur, and I did. And, and that's a whole other conversation. But um, I was able to then, um, talking about Benjamin Button, then I worked with adults, and then I wrote a book. The skip a step was for teen young minds. And then I started in 2018, I created the brand unicorn jazz series and, and what was to come. And I'm a visionary. I can kind of say what's ahead, filling in the action steps. And now I've written a book for babies. Look at that little puppet. Oh, it's called baby. Hell. I love you. I've created songs during the pandemic. Did just spent the time being purposeful and useful because the pandemic did take me back like it did many. 
And I, I said, well, what can I do versus what can't I do? My goodness. So many great things to unpack. So one of the first things that I picked up on was that, you know, something I say a lot is that everything I know, everything I know, whether it was through paid schooling or not, everything was through the graciousness of somebody else being willing to share their knowledge. And what would I be if not willing to give that back in return? And I feel like you must resonate with that concept because every single book you've written sounds like you're fueling this, the same thought. Yeah. This book came is one of my recent, my book helping give back is about helping others. And, and I'm just showing up for the camera. So you got to watch this video too. Look at how beautiful that artwork my done by my cousin, Davy Villalobos, which his dream was to be a published illustrator. And now he is. So one thing I as a child, I didn't know that I was automatically helping others. You know, when you volunteer, right. serve, you're helping. And what, what this book taught, as parents have told me, is you're teaching children and us like to take the focus off of us. The opposite of selfish is to help others, right? Mm-hmm. And and so there's you can like, you know, there's a saying that's not mine. Like if you want something done, give it to a busy person or busy people don't have time to be depressed. <laughs> well, during the pandemic, which could could have been a you know a, I call it like being in sinking sand, I I st- was stopped from going into classrooms and schools, which was already like I I wrote Unicorn Jazz and I read wrote this book being happy with Unicorn Jazz and friends and to focusing on the joy, and going into classrooms, you know when you brand a company, you want to see that success, right? Mm-hmm. That makes you keep going. That yes, you're doing the right thing. You matter. Let's keep going. Well, the pandemic, like many. For some people, it stopped them from their their craft, their joy, their love. And I was like, what am I going to do now? I can't go into schools. I was able to go virtually, which I did. There's nothing like in person, as we know. Right, right. So I knew that the pandic- pandemic was eventually going to live. We None of us knew how long it's going to be. And so I used it as a time to create more books, become a songwriter. I have 11 songs and counting. No, I, have books. I have a show that's on Amazon TV called um, Unicorn Jazz Presents the Thing I Do, keeping in line with my brand. And one thing that I was already doing in creating this, the thing I do was that I was discovering for kids and getting them excited about reading, about careers and being interested in each other's perspectives because we all need each other. We need different people to do different things in the world. Not everyone can be a teacher. Not everyone can be an author. Not everyone can be a podcast host. We need all these different people. So the thing I do is kind of in a way like career exploration when you're young and and to enjoy your hobbies and interests. And if you don't have them at any age, then go do it. Like we live in a world where you can teach yourself how to play the guitar through YouTube. Mm -hmm. We live in a world where you can learn how to podcast. And (laughs) we, we live in a world where if there's something that's been a passion of yours or interest as a young child, and if you haven't done it yet, well, you can do it. There's no excuses anymore. And what I found it is if when you are focused in your joy and what you love to do and what your God-given gifts are, that you are going to naturally be happier, have joy in what you do, and you are going to exude that energy off to other people. So it's kind of like the book, The Secret. You're going to just radiate all this, attract people, and be able to to build a, a, a community or be part of a wonderful community. Okay. So I have a really, you, you know, you say you're like Benjamin Button with your career kind of, right? So I have a two, two pronged question and I feel free to answer however you see fit, but you know, obviously I know you work with kids. You also mentioned that you've worked with seniors and I think 
I think through the whole spectrum of age, we all struggle with finding joy and finding purpose, right? right, right. Um, but as young kids, it's it's um, almost forgiven. It's okay. You don't have to, right? And then in middle age, it's like, yes, like you, you should figure this out. And then when we're older, the expectation is really, you should have figured this out by now. And now you've retired, let's say, and, and you should be happy and know your purpose and be joyful in life. Um, you know, without making, I guess, you know what, I'm always so transparent and my poor mom is just going to have to know that I'm transparent always. And it's probably from her, but my mom is at that stage of age where she is almost retiring. She's really like September. She's hoping to make that jump. And she has been so vulnerable with me and kind of voiced how she's nervous about finding her joy and finding something that brings her fulfillment. So since you've worked with all these ages, whether young kids or older, how do your books and how do your teachings guide us to that answer? It's, it's, and that's an excellent question. And you're, and I love that you said, you know, like you are going to be vulnerable and, and that's me. I've had to be vulnerable and mm -hmm. share your best of your worst of like, you're going to just hear it. I'm not going to just tell you everything's great and peachy when it's not. Right. And by the way, you know, Brene Brown, the one yeah. of the best selling, one of the best watched Ted talks of all time on vulnerability. And, mm -hmm. and, and I love that woman and, and all her, what she, what was to come from what she did with that. Um, it's, I, I, what I see in common with, with kids of all ages and including adults, because just because you're an adult, adult doesn't mean you're not young at heart, doesn't mean you can't find that inner joy and playfulness. And, and, you know, I don't want to say I challenge people because I don't walk around like I'm going to challenge them to find their, their inner younger self and their, 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 I just, that it's almost to the point, like when I see you, Steph, if we were to have a conversation and develop that friendship over time, whether it's you or I, I know guys that are really, you know, you know, sports guys and really they're tough. And I see the, the playful youthfulness in them because we all have that just because you grow up and you adult, does it, does it, why do we have to stop playing and finding that in different ways? And so I say, I, I challenge you who is listening to what brings you joy? And, and, and I've, I've asked this question to people. I've had this one guy one time, he could not name what made him happy. Could you imagine that? And I, I can, just, I really can. Yeah. And that's, and that's why I'm so stoked to talk to you because I really can, I can truly empathize from myself in different moments of my life of struggling with depression at some point in mm -hmm. my life. Um, and being able to come up with joy then, and then really being a support as best as I can to my mom right now, and really hear her vocalizing. I know that it should be easy for me to find my joy, but I can't, I'm not, I'm not able. And I don't know how to guide her. Well, yeah. And, and, um, and I see that with a lot of people. I see that with people in my family that they, they, they get, you get stuck in the rut of the, you know, nine to five working and, and you're as a mom, if you're a mom, you're serving your family, you're always put, mm -hmm. and then you put yourself last. And we know like the word self-care, like, you know, it's kind of like the, when you're on a plane and they say, if, if, if you yeah. have to put the oxygen on your child, put it on you first, that's yeah. self-care 101. Right. Yeah. And, and so people sometimes can be feel guilty for wanting to put themselves first. And I just say, it's don't feel guilty. Like your mom, you know, like sometimes that could be one of the reasons is they, they've always put everyone else first and they don't know. They, they actually feel guilty of yeah. self-care means I'm selfish. No, it doesn't mean you're selfish. Like you get to enjoy you. If you want to, if you like taking walks, walks on the beach, like I do present day, 
I don't want like, oh my God, I took a walk on the beach today. Like that is terrible of me. You know, no, that, that helped me to meditate. That helped me to be in my creative space, to thank God that, wow, I live five blocks from the beach today and I grew up really poor. This is a dream come true for me still. God's gifted me this, this amazing um, skill set and purpose that I didn't know I was going to have along the way. If I didn't discover this, God knew I, I wouldn't be alive today. I, I, I turned to God and so many times to what am I meant for? You know, we all ask us our, these questions, you know, and we all want to matter. We want to belong. Um, I read recently that there's, you know, on Google, one of the top searches is, do I matter? Do I belong in, in that, in that contents? And so when you realize like we are all going through struggle at, mm -hmm. at any age and, and being an adult is hard. You know, being a child, I always say ages zero to four, I want to be them again. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, I think, you know, I like hearing that too. And I think that'll be a comfort for a lot of people, all ages, you know, anyone listening. And I definitely, you know, my mom is one of my biggest fans. Like yeah. it's the most heartwarming thing when I look to any of my social or anything where you can look at stats and I just see mom, 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 all these likes, you know? And so I know she will listen. I she will listen to this. And so having, you know, anyone listening, especially her recognize you're not alone um know that you aren't the anomaly and this isn't odd for you to feel that right, way you being your her daughter like you want to see her happy you want whatever her hobby if it's cooking or if it's starting to paint like imagine one day you you go and you see her and whatever that thing she likes to do that thing i do first of all she should read the thing i do it is for adults and this, there's a song called what is the thing you do and at the end all of a sudden people will i do like this i like painting i like acting i like singing well, under that umbrella, what could you do today that gets you sampling that, gets you into a hobby of that? And, you know, sometimes people's hobbies turn into a career. There's no right or wrong. It's whatever's true for you that brings you that joy. And like I said earlier, if if you are doing what brings you joy, what brings you love, you know, help others, you know, help others. Helping others will always bring you joy. I love that. So you have you're an author right we've talked a lot about your books you also um are an entrepreneur um latina entrepreneur so twofold question one how much is, is your heritage bled through your books and two what are you doing as an entrepreneur now how how are people working with you uh, in addition to the books or is that yeah so fill me in on that yeah so um I, because I grew up really shy, I often say my only voice was on paper. We didn't have technology back then. And <laughs> so um, I, writing to me is one of my favorite things more than speaking. You know, I speak because I've learned like, that's how you get your brand out there and you, you must do the thing you cannot do. Um, so for me, writing books, for me, it's, it's many things. I, I, you know, well, one day I'm going to pass on this earth. We all do, we all get an expiration date. And, 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 and I, from, I often say for a girl who felt like she didn't matter growing up, that I felt like I didn't belong. I was bullied. I, you know, all these different things. And I did have people that believed in me in my first book, Unicorn Jazz, the children's book, it was really the, the Unicorn Jazz series. It was a way to, for me to visit my childhood and give myself skip steps for that girl, which represents other people. Um, Unicorn Jazz moves to a new land in search of new friends. She feels like she doesn't belong, but she has a, a voice. That's her gift. She has a music note for a tale, which was important to me. And oh. I did that with music because I always wished I was a singer. I'm not a good singer. And that's okay. It's a hobby of mine. 
And so Unicorn Jasmine moves to a new land in search of new friends, feels like she doesn't belong until she meets a bird, a crow named Wolf, Wolf the Crow. I did that on purpose. I would, you know, I tell kids, imagine having a name that a dog should have. Like, would you want that? They're like, no, but Wolf is proud of his name because he's confident. Mm. And so he tells her, you should celebrate your voice. Go, you know, go sing to all the animal friends and, and see what happens. So she sings the song her mom taught her. All of a sudden they're paying attention to her. See, she matters. So I tell kids and adults like who was your wolf the crow growing up or hey maybe you were wolf the crow to someone and you helped someone matter and to this day there's not a day that goes by that i'm not helping someone do their thing discover the thing they do impress upon them that enjoy encourage them you know like if you feel like you want to do it you should go do it i will support you how can i support you it has music and puppets and and i i i have created some of my characters into puppets Oh, wow. If you guys are listening only, you got to go check. One, I, I didn't mention this earlier, but the illustrations from what I can see, what I love about them was that they're so unique. It has like your artist has such a unique style. I, I, and I, I love his art. I love I how he's intuitive. We have Traziki um, because I wanted the brand to be diverse, not just some people assume unicorns girl, even though, you know, a lot of boys love the unicorn jazz and what she represents, oh, which is believing in others. So Traziki, he's a zebra corn <laughs> and I brought him out into the thing I do because my son, a teenager at the a time was like, like he didn't want anything to do with the unicorn, you know? And then, so one day I pick him up and I said, I have Traziki and he likes to play basketball. He wears a number three, like my son in sports. So he, Aww. and, um, and uh, he's a puppet in, in the show I have on Amazon TV now streaming. And my older son, a nurse who's 31, he plays the voice of Traziki. Super funny. I'm just going to send you a snippet and it's, I didn't know all this would happen. So you see how I, I'm having fun. I'm doing what I love. I'm bringing all these creatives. Sometimes people might think they're very zany ideas. I During the pandemic, I had different people send in sock puppets. To, and they were like, we don't know why we're doing this, Lisa. This is kind of weird, but we're going to do it. And I was like, just trust me on this. And I did you have fun doing it? And I had teachers using them. But people of all ages, I've discovered that this is, this is my purpose. All of that, like you said early on, it was meant to to the wisdom that I can now collectively be able to inspire kids to grow up and, and have this, that teamwork is important. Being kind is important in my book about kindness. Cause guess what? I tell them, you know, my, the, my friend that in high school that was nice and good to me and I was good to her, she mm -hmm. grew up and became a principal. So when my book children's book came out and I needed a place to, to an audience, I went to the people I knew that, yeah. and they would said, of course you can come in all these steps were good. were helping me to skip a step already in life. I love that. Well, that's a perfect segue because um, I, I know that we talked about off air that for my listeners, we want to do a really special offer um, for the day that this episode or maybe a couple days of this episode's release, right? We'll figure out the details, but um, share a little bit about what that's going to look like. Yes. Yeah, so um, you're listening to this for um, Steph's audience. And of course, mine, uh, we have Skip a Step Imparting Wisdom for Young Entrepreneur Minds, if that's you. It's a book about leadership. It's a book about what questions would you ask your younger self, if you could, of some amazing CEOs and leaders that did some amazing things and they're still doing some amazing work in their lifetime right now. It's, um, it's on Kindle that you could get it free. I also have a workbook that goes with it. And um, I'd love for you to dive into it. And it's uh, going to be free, I think, 
for our audience, especially or uh, exclusively, right? So typically it's for sale on Kindle, but we're going to kind of come up with some sort of promo code in the show notes. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love it. I'm so geeked out because I've never, we've never had a show, a guest do this. So I'm so excited. We'll figure out the details, guys. Um, I'll make sure that A, we link Lisa's uh, information in the show notes. I will make sure that when we release this episode, uh, I guess if you're listening to this, you will see that I included whatever code you need to make sure that you can get Skip a Step by Lisa Caprelli for free on Kindle. Uh, I thank you again so much for coming on the show, Lisa. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Steph. Um, I um, enjoy following all the great work you're doing and and uh, the meaning and purpose that you're giving so many people. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, guys, until next time. Steph here. Thank you so much for listening to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. If you are a successful business owner and you lead your business with passion, we'd love to feature you on our show. We'd love to share with the world what makes your business great and how you have intentionally led passion throughout your business. Also, if you got any value or little tidbits from this episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode and share it on your favorite social media platform. Be sure to tag us so we can properly thank you and we love deepening our connection with our listeners. We are regularly putting out new episodes to feature leaders such as yourself who lead with passion on purpose. So be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss any future episodes. For more episodes, guest information, or details on the show, please visit getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. That's get v-i-i-m dot com forward slash passion on purpose. Once again, I'm Steph. I'm the owner and creative director at Vim. And thank you for listening to the show.